Okay, well, here we are with some additional comments for our series, Tell Me Who Is Speaking. With every series, with every time we try something new, it's, it's always a hell of a ride. I had no idea what was going to come out, and I was shocked, I was surprised, I was hurt, I was challenged, I found new things, I had so many things open up for me throughout the process. And there's really, well, there's really nothing more to say about it, but then of course there's also, (laughs) there's also a lot more to say about it. So I thought I'd add these extra comments just to sort of help summarize and integrate what happened throughout the series and how things were for me in just a different way and just to have a bit of a casual talk about it. There were some pretty serious moments. There's a lot of seriousness in this series. And that's part of it. That's just part of who I am. And that was part of something that shifted. The seriousness changed as the series went on. And behind the scenes, I mean, I've shared a little bit about behind the scenes, but also additionally, I'd like to say that behind the scenes, it was, it was, well, well, it was indescribable, really. It was sort of like, here's one way I thought of describing it. It's almost like when you wash your face with water, you put cold water on your face, you feel fresh. You sort of freshen up a little bit. As I went through this series and as I was doing each session, it was almost like I got that, but not on the surface, not on the skin. It was more like it was in my bones, in the very foundation of my face. And it was very much a facial thing. And I also got this taste in my mouth, which wasn't exactly a taste. It was almost like a feeling, but it also strangely was a taste. And it was like it was like I was going back to childhood. It was like tasting a secret recipe that grandma made for me when I was just a little kid. And it wasn't very much like it's not like a food thing. It's not taste like a food. It's almost like a it's almost just like a sensation in the back of my tongue. And that was really just quite pleasant. It was quite a good feeling. It's a very nice space to be in. Now, in terms of the format and the initial idea, I feel like it didn't really quite work how I wanted it to. There were some things that came out, and there were some things that were good, and there was definitely some deep explorations. But it didn't work because... I couldn't get over this thing that someone was listening to this, which I didn't know about. There was someone going to listen to this that I didn't know. Now, with these inquiries, such as tell me who is speaking or tell me who is in, normally you do them in a controlled environment where it's a trusting environment. And there's a, there's a confidentiality agreement in there. 
So you're kind of safe to actually explore certain things within your being. On the other side, there's also someone else doing it with you. So you're actually talking with someone and you're actually hearing them and they're hearing you. So a kind of rapport and a kind of trust opens up when you do these inquiries in group settings. Now, I was trying to capture that. I was actually trying to bring that to you. I'm trying to bring that to the public. And it is quite risky. It's quite tricky to do that. And the reason I wanted to do that, or one of the reasons, is that there's such beautiful things that are said. There are such amazing things that can be said in that environment with those parameters. And it's a real gift to actually hear someone and see someone and witness someone coming out of their own struggles, coming into awareness, coming into a higher consciousness. The process itself is the beauty. So I tried to capture it, but I realized that <laughs> I realized that it's not possible because there was no real way for me to actually speak without having without contending with this thing that someone is going to listen, without having the weight of the audience on me. So no matter how much I struggled with that, and and in a sense the struggle did change how I relate to you as a listener and how I feel as I talk to you. So it's not like nothing happened, but I wasn't fully able to capture that complete kind of awareness intensive atmosphere it was really just a hint of it it was really just a, a a taste of it as i could say now i will in the future as i've said before talk about who is in in more detail it's a very complicated very vast very elaborate awareness technique and there's a lot to it and there's a rich history to it as well so i will be explaining that when the time is right, look out for that conversation. That'll be titled something like, Tell Me Who Is In. And there'll be some other tagline with it. Maybe I'll call it the Awareness Intensive History or the Most Powerful Awareness Intensive, something like that. And maybe by the time you're hearing this, it's already out and you'll be able to look it up. So look out for that. There's a lot of things to understand in that. And if you listen to that, you'll be able to understand more of where I'm coming from in this series. Now, there is also a few other things. And that is what happened sort of after the glow had worn off or what happened directly after I'd recorded the series. So I'm now saying this after some time has passed. And the space that I got in, the, the deep motivation, the clearness, the open perception, the, the good feeling, the freshness in my face and in my bones, that sort of glow that I'd built through each of these sessions had a kind of... They had a, they had a backlash to them. In the next f few weeks, there was a, we could, we could call it an ego backlash or a sort of overcorrection. 
So I came to the end of the sessions and I thought, great, I've found all this new motivation, all this new stuff within me, this new light to guide me in a sense. And it all came crashing down. It all came just, just, it just went out the window and I fell into some old habits. I had some old addictions come back and my routine fell off course and I wasn't doing my daily meditations and I was really struggling and I was just wasting time and I couldn't focus and I couldn't get any work done. And it was a real slump. It was a real bug of a slump. And that's sort of to be expected. That's sort of to be something you've got to look out for when you make big progress. When you go deep and you go right into something, particularly on your own terms, in your own, with your own initiative, on your own initiative, then afterwards your ego is going to resist and fight back. And there's going to be something that comes up in the next couple of days that will want to kick you off course. And that definitely happened to me. That definitely happened. And it's a matter of continuously coming back again and again to the light, if I can put it in such spiritual terms, in such new agey terms. We do things initially to put us in touch with the light. We do things initially to see just how bright and how beautiful and how powerful the light is. And it's quite profound. It's something to cherish when we do come into touch with the light. It's something that you can't really ever forget. It's one of those things that you really just want more and more of. And yet, Life is always a back and forth. It's ups and downs and things happen. And even within the series, even within the process, I had, you know, I had things change in my relationships. I had a, I had a close relationship, have quite a big shift in it. And, and you hear that. I talk about that on there. So it's personal. It includes the personal stuff. But the thing of having life have its ups and downs and the initial coming into touch with the light is that you have to then do it again. You then have to remind yourself to turn back to the light. You have to remind yourself again to get back to your routine. You have to remember again how important it is to meditate every single day. And it's so tricky to remember because, of course, when you meditate, and you feel good and things are opening for you, you remember. It's easy. It doesn't take too much effort to sit down on your meditation pillow. It doesn't take too much out of you. There's not too much pain to work through. And yet, when you're falling into your vices, you're falling into your addictions, you're falling into your old patterns then it's really hard. Then you, then you forget. When you forget, you don't know. You don't even remember. That's the thing about, <laughs> that's the funny thing about forgetting is that you don't remember. And you can't remember. You never remember something until you remember it. And how important it is to come back to the light is one of those things. 
So we're definitely into this. We're definitely in this together. I mean, if you've listened to this series, you're you're. I mean, how do I think you've taken it? I mean, what do I think you feel? I mean, you can you can no longer see that I'm not a human any. There's there's no way for me to hide my humanness. There's no way for me to hide my personal stuff. Like all my all my dirty laundry is just hung out to dry. All my imperfections, all my problems, all my all my darkness, all my my slumps, my gloominess, all of that has been shown. I mean, you've seen it. You've heard it. And so I can't really anymore pretend that I'm any better than you or I know anything much more than you. And really, that's something that is addressed in the series. It's something that comes up again and again. It's something that's discussed throughout. So... I am only human. We are in this together. And yet, of course, the other side also is that it has been quite an achievement to do these sessions, to hold myself to them, to actually dig myself in, to actually confront my shadows. And I got the rewards from that. I found a new kind of resolve a new kind of personal power, if we would, a new kind of inner light, a new, a new relationship with the light, a new way of being in touch with the light. And I'm coming out of my kind of backslide now. I'm coming out of my ego backlash. And that's taken quite some time. But one thing is that's for sure is that, well, things have changed my relationship with myself has changed. Whether there's been good things or bad things, it has changed. My ability to contend with both the good and the bad has changed. And that is a very valuable thing. That is a very powerful thing. Think of what happens normally in life. Think about the standard sort of life. Normally in life, you have your ups and you have your downs. You have good things, you have bad things. Things that you like, things that you don't like. Things that you want, things that you don't want. And it's always fluctuating. It's always changing. And how you feel within those two things is pretty much always the same. You always feel bad about the bad and you always feel good about the good. Now, when you do a process like tell me who is speaking or tell me who is in, or when you witness someone going through it like you have with me, you start to change how you relate to those things, both the good and the bad. Because then you're engaging with it consciously. You're turning the microscope onto how you're dealing with these things. You're turning your awareness towards what exactly it is you feel about these things. And soon after you've done that awareness process, soon after you've put some awareness onto how you are, then things start to change. Because now things are coming up again. Good things are coming up. Bad things are coming up. And yet I can see how it's different, how I actually feel different about them. So in a sense with this series and with this inquiry and answering this imperative, it turns up the 
intensity of how life unfolds. It turns up the quality, the, sen- the, the sensitivity that you have towards the things in your life. And really all awareness techniques do that. Really all consciousness techniques do that in some way. It's like, it's like, you're, it's like you're living faster. It's like a fast-paced living. And really, I mean, that, that phrase has got sort of, there's a baggage around that, pace, that phrase, fast-paced living. Now, when we, when we think of like a fast-paced lifestyle or fast living, you think of like cars and girls and partying and, and then working hard and then partying hard and being really busy and having a whole bunch of stuff happen. That's sort of the, sort of the cliche textbook meaning of the phrase, fast-paced living, Right. But when you do awareness techniques like tell me who is speaking, you you get a different kind of fast-paced living, which is that the things in your life happen with more intensity. There's more realness to them. You really feel them deeper. You really find that they open, they, they, they affect you, they affect you more, both the good and the bad and everything in between and all the flavors and all of the colors. And when that happens, you find that simple things, even normal things, even mundane things have a bigger impression on you. And then you have this life where you're just going about your everyday today stuff And on the outside, it looks like a pretty normal life. It looks like pretty standard stuff. But on the inside, your experience is that of the fast-paced life. It's actually a fast-paced lifestyle. And in some ways, it's more real and it's more fast-paced and it's more intense than the kind of textbook meaning of the phrase fast-paced lifestyle because it's possible possible to have the textbook version of the fast-paced lifestyle and to actually feel like well, it's the same thing every day. Oh, it's just work. Oh, it's just party. Oh, it's just another girl. It's just another party. It's just another work. It's just another party over and over again. And it all starts to feel the same. It all starts to have a kind of hollowness to it, kind of kind of has a tastelessness to it. And it's not, it's not making an impression on you. So that's what I have to say about opening to reality. You know, I use this phrase all the time. I say opening to existence, deepening your relationship with reality. And that's exactly what I've demonstrated in this series. Tell me who is speaking. I've shown the exact method, the exact process, and it's happened to me right before your very ears. So... Yeah, yeah, I feel in that sense, I feel in that sense it was a successful series. It definitely did that if it didn't do what I initially thought it would do. And my feelings now, my feelings now are that, well, it's so important to stay away from poison. It's so important to stay away from distractions. It's so important to be on guard for the ego backlash. And really all of that is 
a bigger conversation. There's a lot in that and we'll have more conversations about it in the future. And as for the light, as for the beauty, as for the joy, as for the ecstasy, ecstasy, my God, ecstasy, pure, natural, electrifying ecstasy. I am just gobsmacked. I am, I am just, I'm just, I'm just speechless. I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm amazed. I'm, it's astonishing. It's astonishing how much there is in each day. It's astonishing how many different things I can feel. Astonishing how many, I can't put words to it. I can't, it's, there's nothing like it. And every single time, every time I get in touch with it, every time I step back deeper into that space, I think, my God, this is so important. This is so incredibly important. What can I do to protect this? What can I do to maintain this? And what can I do to share this with others? What can I do to have this in others? Because in so many ways, it's simple. It's very simple. I mean, it's, it's so... What we've done here, what we've done in this series, is really quite simple. I mean, it's sitting in front of a mirror... Looking into the mirror, I mean, how hard is that? You can, go, you can go into your bathroom right now and do that. Go into your bathroom, look in the mirror, and you say, tell me who is speaking. You say, well, okay, let's answer it. You can answer any way you want. And, and that's it. It's so simple. It's astonishing how... It's, it's, there's two astonishing things to this. One is how simple it is and how profound it is and how effective it is. And you could say, well, there's three things, but I'm saying profound and effective is really the same thing. They're sort of, they're, they're sort of an essence that go together. So that's how I'm feeling now about what I'm thinking when <laughs> it's what I'm thinking about when I feel when I think what I'm feeling about what I think <laughs> essentially this is just what I'm thinking now this is what I'm talking about now this is what comes to mind when I think about when I talk about this series tell me who is speaking I do wonder if I'll do it again with a different format I also do wonder if I'll do it again, not for the podcast and just for my own personal development, my own personal things. I mean, I mean, it, if it, if anything, it makes it clear that there's a difference between personal therapy and teaching. And really, that's that's sort of a a line that is that is explored in this series. 
What is the difference between personal teaching, personal therapy or trying to fix your own problems and teaching? And maybe those things don't mix well together. Maybe it's best that those two things actually stay apart. When you're teaching, you're teaching. You say what you know, what you know. You say things what you know about. And when you're doing your therapy, well, then you can just, then you can talk about your issues. Then you can talk about your problems. So maybe, maybe those things should never meet. Maybe that's why it's such a, well, at least... Maybe that's why there was a lot of back and forth throughout the series. But that definitely happened. I don't know. I mean, how how it's taken, how it's received, what someone gets out of this. At this stage, I have no idea. And actually, even more broadly, at this stage, I have no idea if anyone is actually listening to any of my podcasts at all. <laughs> so, very small fish. <laughs> very, very much do it for yourself at this stage. So, do let me know if you've listened to this series. You might be the only person. <laughs> you might be the only one. And even if you, even if you haven't listened to the whole series and you've listened to my podcast, please do also let me know. You might also you might also be the only one. Now now of course I do get download statistics, but I, I never really know what they mean and they don't really tell me much about engagement. And what I'm after is, well, a deep engagement. I'm actually trying to go to the core of your being. You know, we're not talking about we're not talking about gimmicks here. We're not talking about quick fix, short attention span just little gratification things we're not we're not into that this is this is more refined this is more profound this is more this is more subtle than just mainstream internet content and i think you get that of course if you're listening this far you understand that but of course that means i don't know if it's making an effect at all i don't know if there is anyone listening at all whether it's working at all so Please do let me know. And what else? I mean, what else can we say? I mean, that's that's all I can really think to say now. I mean, always when I when I turn off the microphone, I always think straight away, oh, I should have said this. Oh, I could have said this better. But that's just the nature of how things are unfolding at the time, at the moment. And those things usually I say in another episode anyway, so it's not like you're missing out. And there will be a lot more episodes to come. There are a lot more ideas that I have. So stay tuned. And also I'll mention, please share your favorite episode. As this will help me find my audience. That will also tell me that someone's listening. That will will tell me that, well, if it's growing, then maybe there are people out there that are ready to hear. And... That will help me keep going. That really is that really is something. It really does mean a lot to me. So hope you're having a beautiful day. Hope it's not been too serious for you. There's a lot of serious stuff in this series. A lot of cathartic stuff. A lot of gloomy stuff. But it came out alright at the end. It came out quite playful at the end. 
So keep smiling. Keep meditating. Don't forget to be silly. Poke fun at yourself sometimes. There's nothing wrong with being a goofy sometimes. Tell a few jokes. Call a friend. Ask how they're doing. Ask if they're okay. Listen carefully to what they have to say. Let them know you're there for them. Keep on your routine. Keep on your creative projects. Keep meditating every single day. Keep listening along to me. We've got a lot more to talk about, believe me. And eat healthy. Exercise. Do your yoga. Do your tai chi. Do your synchronized swimming. Do your pony club. Do your zen archery. Do your equestrian dressage. Well, that's probably covered in pony club, isn't it? It's too similar. Should, probably should probably should have picked something something different. Do your archaeology. Okay, now I'm just being funny. <laughs> I mean, if you're doing all that, wow. If you're doing all that, you don't have time to listen to me. <laughs> I suppose you could listen to me while riding a pony. I have podcast listening while riding a pony. Shout out to all my listeners who are riding ponies right now. This one's for you. Okay, that's enough for now. Have a beautiful day. And that's all I have to say for now.